Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome back to the Hustle and Grind podcast. This is a show for anyone who has a passion about turning their part-time hustle into a full-time grind. I'm Jason Hartwell with JK Blades, back again with Bubba from Save It Outdoor Survival. Hey, Bubba. All right, y'all. How you doing, bro? <laughs> Are you going to be Bubba or David? What are we going to do on Just here? stick with Bubba, man. It makes it easier for me and everybody else. Yeah, I, I still say David. and it nah, we, sounds ain't, we ain't doing all that. <laughs> all right, we'll stick with Bubba. All right, Bubba, well, guess what? This is an important show. All right, how's that? We don't have a guest this week. So that makes it important. It does. We did that on purpose. Okay, what's got, going on? You didn't tell me something? Uh, I think I told you, but I'm going to tell you like I didn't. We got a special announcement to make today. Uh-oh. You know, J.K. Blades officially sponsors the podcast. Yep. Because J.K. Blades pays for the studio time here. Makes sense. Well, we have a new sponsor. We have an actual, legit, yeah, yeah, that's right. official sponsor yeah the well, hustle and grind podcast is now officially sponsored by phoenix abrasives yeah. where's the button oh Hit i'll the find button. the button in a minute yeah phoenix abrasives is your one-stop shop for all of your abrasives needs and you can find them online at www.phoenixabrasives.com slash shop they're also on instagram and facebook and i mean you can pretty much find them anywhere and they legit do have the best abrasives in the game so uh, about two, three years ago, I guess, I was up at Blade Show. And uh, that might have been longer than that. Was a, <laughs> a few years ago, when I was first getting started, I was up at Blade. And uh, I was on the 1 by 30 grinder, and I needed belts. Obviously, you can't do much without them. So I went to one of the grinder booths. Um, I'm sorry, abrasives booths mm-hmm. where they're selling belts. And... Told them I wanted some belts for a one by thirty grinder, and they laughed at you. They laughed at me, bro, like right in my face. <laughs> now this particular company, I won't dare say them, their name, but it's one that I had been looking forward to seeing. Mm-hmm. You know, that was part of my big deal about going to Blade Show. Was oh my goodness, you know, this is going to be awesome. I can go to blah blah abrasives and actually get some belts from them. Because up until that point, I was using. Harbor Freight belts. Going like through them like butter. Yeah. And then I upgraded. I found some Diablo belts at the Homo Depot. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I started ordering on Amazon because I didn't know any better. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the belts on Amazon were obviously better than Harbor Freight, but yeah. I didn't know how bad they sucked until I found Phoenix. So after I got laughed out of that little corner of Blade Show, <laughs> and, dude, I'm a grown man. I'm a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> And this little dude made me feel like a chump, and it hurt my feelings. Yep. So I walked over and uh, just happened to run across Phoenix. I had not even heard of them yet. Yeah. Um, at that time, I wasn't on Instagram or YouTube or the Facebook or none of that. So I happened to see another abrasives company, and I walked up, and uh, I ran into Greg. He's the – I think he's just a uh, abrasive specialist is what's on his card, but – Okay. He's my point of contact. You know, I, I call him on the cell phone and, you know, talk to him about his grinder, and that's how I order my belts. He's just an awesome guy. But I ran into him and told him I needed belts for a, a one by 30. And instead of laughing, he looked right at me and said, okay, what kind of belts you need? Exactly. Yep. I said, but what, what do you mean? <laughs> uh, one inch wide, 30 inches long? They're, they're circles? <laughs> they're circles. They but, go on my grinder? Uh, he said, I didn't know there was a difference. So he yeah. spent, I bet you, 20 minutes. Breaking down, you know, aluminum oxide and silica carbide and ceramics and surface conditioning. And I mean, by the time I left there, your head hurt. Right. But I learned a lot. Oh, yeah. And I spent a bunch of money. 
And it was so long before I had to order belts again. Yep. Because they were awesome quality belts. It makes a difference. It's insane. I mean, it was just a world of difference. Yeah, I, I remember how you was burning through them other ones. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was using, for one knife, I might use 20, 30 belts. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to put a number of how many knives you can get per belt. You know, as yeah. they say, mileage may vary depending on your steel and grits. But, I mean, if you want to deal with a good company, that is the place to go. Yeah. Just, I like their belts. They work great for me once you use them. Yeah. I, <laughs> you're getting leather belts out of my burned up metal belts. It works perfect for me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, they didn't really ask me to say much, but I just feel like I should. They're just such great people. Yeah. Well, you use them. Yeah. And that's another question. If you weren't sponsored, would you still use them? If say another company come around, would you think about switching, or you just that you love those belts? I love those belts. Gotcha. I I would not accept a sponsorship on an abrasives from anyone other than Phoenix. Mm. Now, if they came at me with like, here's a new truck, <laughs> or two sheets of plywood, or whoa, yeah, or Green big brother, or three rounds of nine millimeter ammo, <laughs> shoot for the stars, bro. But then I might take it. But guess what? I'm but still going to secretly gonna use order them. Phoenix abrasives. Yep. And that's one of the things, like, I don't think it would matter who sponsored or whatever. Cool. Give them a shout-out. But I use Phoenix. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I mean, Phoenix is, as far as the belts that I've ever used, they are the best. And they will be the best because I won't order another belt. Yeah. I mean. Well, the customer service is just, it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're not. They're not paying me to say none of this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? They just, I've known them for so long and ordered from them so regularly. They're they're supporting us. We're still a small show and they're supporting us. Yeah, that's and cool. That means a lot, you know. Yeah. And if we ever make it to be one of them big dog shows, we're still going to have Phoenix Abrasives. Yeah, but. Right there at our back. <laughs> so, anyway, that's our exciting news for the day. Yay. Uh-oh. There you go. It helps to have the volume up on those buttons when you press them. <laughs> We're still learning, people. Still learning. So I'm we, having fun. It's okay. It is, man. This is just, it's becoming just our Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Fun time. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like I said a second ago, the wife was like, oh, yeah, forgot it was Thursday. You're finna hop in the truck, light a cigarette, jam out to some music, and smile and giggle while you're driving to your boyfriend's to do your little podcast. <laughs> yeah. I said, no, baby. It, Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Yesterday, uh, no, it was, yeah, it was yesterday. Me and my wife went out bowling, and uh, no, it wasn't. We went Tuesday because yesterday was Cinco de Mayo. And our, our once-a-week little date night routine, we go bowling a couple rounds, and then we go up to Mexican restaurant, eat some tacos, and have a couple beers. Nice. But I texted her, and uh, it's funny. I was on a job site, and there's a, a crew down the road playing job site music. Nice. So, obviously, I heard it, and I wanted a taco. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yeah. So I text her, I said, hey, baby, you want to go bowling and eat tacos? And she said, yeah. And then she got home, and she said, wait, aren't you recording today? And I said, no, it's Tuesday. She said, oh, I thought it was Thursday. Yep, it's, now it's a pattern. It is. Yep. It's, I like it this way, though, instead of, you know, what day are we doing it, what time yeah. can we meet, just set it this day. And then it gives the studio time to process their end of it, because all we do is show up and talk. Yeah, and for all y'all listeners, all both of you, we record on Thursdays at 3.30. Yeah. It airs on Tuesday. <laughs> right. Yeah, because they got to have time to do their thing, you know, whatever it is they do. That's why we come here, because we don't know how to do that, what they do. We just show up and run our mouths. Yep. And we're good at that part. I'm not too bad at it. Yeah. So um, we got a, 
a special guest going to be on next week. Not yep. going to say his name yet. It's not a hundred percent confirmed. I'm looking forward to it though. I hope it is. It's going to be fun, man. If we get and it's going to be cool if we get him because he's been yeah. talked about so much on here. Yeah, it's not Jeff Fader. Um, <laughs> so you about gave it away. Yeah. I actually did reach out to Jeff Fader. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I sent him a message and um, I kind of wasn't even expecting him to reply. Oh. You know, just because I'm sure he gets a million messages a day. But he did. He sent me a, a very polite message back. He just said he's too busy right now. He didn't have time. Yeah. Wished us good luck with the show. And, you know, and I told him, I said, okay, well, I was looking for you on episode 10. So I'll hit you back at episode 100. <laughs> he, said, he said he'd be here for number 100. I like it. Put it in paper. Yeah. Record that. Save the message. It's a contract. Legal binding. So this is number nine today. Doesn't seem like it, does it? No, nah, I don't count that well. Just, I mean, uh, I guess nine week. Well, the first was bi-weekly, so. Yeah. Been going since the first of March. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, I hope to be looking back in a couple of years that's going, the, dang, we've been doing this for a couple of years now. That's the plan. Yeah. That's the plan. We just got to keep it up. Well, we got to get all these folks on the interwebs to start following and listening. Yeah. Hustling Ground Podcast on Spotify, Google, and is it on Apple yet? Dude. Still waiting? <laughs> Come on, Apple. So (laughs) Apple has approved the podcast. Okay. And it is technically, I guess, out of review and approved because for a long time it just had a little check mark next to it. Yeah. And now everything's done, but it's not publishing. Hmm. So they're in the middle of email wars back and forth trying to figure out what's going on. Gotcha. It should be up. Should be. And when it does come up, all the episodes – from whatever point that is back, we'll all publish at the same time. Gotcha. So all you people on iPhones, y'all can catch up yeah, like normal. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're converting over to Spotify or Google. Or, yeah. Now, Spotify is free to listen to this. So if anybody's out there like me who didn't know that. Yeah. Because every time I've seen like a Spotify thing, it was always promoted for the subscription or pay money for this, that, and the other. You can download Spotify for free. Yeah. And listen to this podcast. And hundreds others now i've had uh i've had a couple of the music apps on my phone mm-hmm. like iHeartRadio, um yep. and i didn't really realize that they played podcasts but they all got them but yeah. to me spotify really is my favorite you know it just well it's the only it one i've ever well. used i want to say i've had iHeartRadio, but i didn't do nothing with it so eventually just got rid of it the the thing that i find that separates spotify and iHeartRadio is say i want to hear uh a Luke Combs song, right? Okay. And um, I type in Luke Combs on Spotify. It's only going to play Luke Combs. Okay. If I do that on iHeartRadio, it's going to build me a station uh, of related artists in the same style. Kind of like the Pandora does. Exactly. Yeah. Now, Katie uses Pandora, and she loves it. Yeah. But Spotify and iHeartRadio don't have commercials. That Pandora is eat up with commercials. Well, unless you got the bootleg version or pay for it. I mean, unless you pay for it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, I, I hope she don't pay for it. I don't know if she pays for it or not. I doubt it. She's cheap. <laughs> I love you, baby. <laughs> so what you been up to this week, bro? What's going on over there at Save It Outdoor Survival? Man, I'm still messing with that 1930s holster. It had a, no no joke, a bird feeder in it. I mean, a bird's nest. I think I talked about that before. Still working on it. I finally got the leather feeling like leather again instead of dried out cardboard. <laughs> I've dude, I put a little bit of time every day to work on that thing because it was just so bad. I got to call him soon. I was supposed to do it this week and see if, if he wants me to just make him another one because I don't know how much use 
I can bring back to, to life on this thing without spending enough money to build them another one. Right. Well, obviously, you're not working for free here. No. Are you getting enough to where it's even worth you fooling around with that old one? No, I'm not. And he's a good friend of mine. There you go. This guy right here, I've been knowing him a lot of years, and uh, I haven't charged him a dime yet. And, of course, he's also been being patient with me because I've had it for probably a month now. Yeah. And I've only been working on it a little bit in the evenings after other projects. But, dude, I'm telling you, I've, I've had to remove so much stuff. And I got it to where it's looking decent. But if you wanted it to be a functional holster again with a functioning, because it's the belt with all the little things, I'm going to have to replace, I don't know, let's just give a 70% of all the leather. To replace it, the time it's going to take me to pull it off, make new ones, replace it, it'd be cheaper just to let me build you another one. Yeah, because if you pull off, you got to line up the existing everything's got to be the same. That. Yeah, oh, dude. And when it comes like the, if I use my sewing machine, I can't guarantee the stitching pattern is going to be the same. Right. If I do it by hand, holy crap! <laughs> because it was machine sewed, so there's little bitty stitches. And there's thousands of them. Yeah. So I, I've got it looking pretty good. I'm going to send him a couple pictures. And hope to God that he just wants that back. I'm hoping it's like an heirloom. I didn't really talk to him about yeah, send it. Send him a picture and say, hey, man, this looks good. Yeah. Hang it on the wall. You know, pass it down to your grandkids. Preferably not in the barn where the birds can make nests in it. Right. You know, because yeah, that was. Let him have it looking good, but, yeah. you know, move on to make it. If he actually wants to use it, yeah. build him something he can use. And if he does, I'll say, dude, I'll give you this back for free. No matter what all work I've done to it, just yeah. let me make your new one if you want one. Right. It's just going to be easier. It's just going to be a whole lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, I know what you mean. Speaking of easier, um, there is a 99.87524 chance that I will have a 2x72 grinder Uh-oh. in my shop within the next couple of weeks. Really? If all goes well, the order should go through tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's been a long time coming. Okay, well, what you waiting on? Uh, then uh, what's some things that's got no dead president's pictures on them? Quarters, uh, the the, the, the softer <laughs> ones. Oh hell, yeah. So so I got to put you to work. Okay, it's just one of them things where you know once the stars align and you know the the world puts me where it wants me to be, then it'll come. Well, it just did that, and I think you ain't gonna have no problem with that here shortly. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, hopefully, and I got a hell of a deal. Yeah. I got a hell of a deal. And it's one you want. Yes. Nice. I can't talk about it yet. Don't do it. Um, And it's not, it's not going to be a secret. I just don't want to jinx it, I guess. Yeah. Um, Beat on my wood. But yeah, it's, it's going to be, and it's from a a company that just, again, has good customer service. And I've been talking back and forth with them. And nice. You know, they, they kind of let me delete some of the features I would never need. And substitute it, you know, okay. for things that I could better utilize. Uh, and we'll get into it more in detail later. But, I mean, some things you just yeah. you don't want. It's like when you, you know, buy a watermelon, you don't eat the shell. You Nobody should have wants to pay to for run. that part. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know, I got yeah. to kind of pick and choose a little bit. And, uh, and money-wise, it didn't help a ton. It did help some. Okay. But just instead of having a bunch of crap all over my shop that I'm never going to use ever. That makes sense. And, and you're 100% sure you're never going to use it. it. Well, the the this is for all grinders. One of the main things that was, a, I guess, a, a feature for this particular grinder 
was an articulating work rest. It is a work rest that articulates. Okay. You know? Now, all of them tilt up and down. Yes. You know, if you got your, your work in front of you, you can angle the table up or down. Whatever. Even my 1x30s do that. Yeah. Um, but this one is articulating. And I really honestly don't even know what that means. It moves. But, uh, well, it's got to move some different direction other than up and down. So. Well, that's what articulate means, to move, yeah. right? So I'm assuming it moves some other direction. Right. But when I make my knives, you know, I get my profile close, and then I use a work rest to clean up the edge of the profile. You know, I get my little angle gauge on there, mm-hmm. make sure it's dead zero, and I clean up my edges. All of my bevels are done freehand yeah, on a flat platen. So I don't even need a work rest for that. Yeah. I mean, it'd be in my way. I like to get my, my chest right above my work and, you know. Yeah, I've seen the way you kind of rest it on your belly. Yep. And it holds it the same spot and you just turn. Yeah, I, I kind of I use the, the shadow of the blade mm-hmm. versus the belt to kind of set my bevels. And then, you know, lock the elbows in and kind of just. Yeah. You just dance. A little wiggle back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Hi. There you go. <laughs> now it's a party. Yeah. And that, it works for me. Yeah, yeah. And, um. And even though going from what is a one by third, a third horsepower, I think, okay, to a, a two horsepower, it's going to be a drastic change. You thought that other one could throw a knife into the floor? Oh God, that was a Scotch Bright <laughs> belt. Good Lord, yeah. But uh, it's going to be a change. It's going to be a learning curve for sure. Yeah. But I mean, as long as I keep the basics in my head, you know, this is where I stand. This is how I move, and this thing will kill you. Right. Yeah. The only thing I'm gonna have to get used to, I think, is uh, my workbench is in my shop. They're not that deep. Well, the one on the left side, right side of my shop, where the forge is, yes, it's plenty deep. That one, yeah, but it's so much lower. Oh, it is. But I think that might work out because the other side is it's super high because of the one by thirties. I want yeah. them up there close to chest height, and the one by thirties, what? I don't. 12, 12 inches, inches yeah, I don't know. 14 inches tall it's little yeah so that's the reason i built that bench that high was for those grinders so what you'll do when you get this one in we'll just bring a couple jacks over and move the table where you want it i don't know about that <laughs> them juggers build solid hey i got a sawzall and a jack on four by four legs but um <laughs> i'm thinking what i might do is move the forge because i've been wanting to get that forge out of my shop for so long and I got the you got the lean to now, huh? Yeah, I got the front porch on the shop, but side to side, rain blowing rain, through, rain, wind. Yeah, the thing don't like wind. No, it don't. Not with them frosty tea burners. Mm-mm. But um, the goal eventually is to get the forge out of the shop altogether. I just need more cover before I could do that. Yeah, but I do want to get it closer to the door at least. Um, but I think that side of the shop, since this grinder is going to be so much better, will be better. Yeah. It's just a matter of getting it put in there. I'm really curious to see how big it's going to be in real life. Yeah. Well, I've seen them at Blade Show. I have. But, but I, I saw lots of them. Yeah. I didn't get that close. You know what I mean? Just because I got close to, oh, my goodness, there was a heat treat oven up there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I can't remember if it was Paragon or Even Heat, one of the big ones. And I, I ain't got no preference to either one of them. You know, they're both great. But one of them had like this candy apple red hot rod paint job on it. I couldn't help but go over and touch it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put my finger on it. Because all the other ones, you know, they're like flat black. Yeah. It, it looks like you would just touch your grill, you know. Mm-hmm. That jugger looked like an old hot rod. 
Hell yeah. And I went over there and touched it. And sure enough, time I touched it, here comes this guy with a polo shirt on mm. with whatever company it was. I don't remember which one. And I stood there for 30 minutes while he was trying to sell me that thing. <laughs> and, I, you know, obviously I didn't want to tell him, you know, no. not interested. Yeah. But uh, he's out of my ballpark at the time. <laughs> but, yeah, that was uh, – that's, that's the reason I stay – a little further away, don't touch. <laughs> and sometimes you just got to touch it. <laughs> I had to. I had to finger bang that one. <laughs> At least you didn't put your tongue on it. Uh, Lick of the chores. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a hair off of a candy, a real candy. Oh, out. man. I want to say I saw that one. It was over there by the ones that you could fit a whole person into. Those are, you talking about the vertical kilns? Yeah, man. Those are the, uh, I think, gin kilns. Uh, they were huge. Yeah, there might be another brand name of them, but I know Gen Kilns. They call it a vertical air bath. Massive. Yeah, humongous. I was just talking to someone the other day that just got one of those. I can't remember. Oh, uh, Big Hand Dave was on us on with oh, us last okay. week. He yeah. just got him one. So, <laughs> strange story about that, dude. So, how about I'm at work this morning. You know, I go in and work at like 5 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And about 5, 30, 6 o'clock, I get a message from an old buddy of mine. He sends me a video. says, bro, these knives are cool as hell. Well, it's a video of different Blade Sports clips. Oh, yeah? The very first clip is David Moore. Awesome. At the National Championship. Dude, that's awesome. I was like, isn't that cool as shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hustle and Grind alumni. Yeah, I was like, oh, dude, that's the dude from the podcast. He goes, what? I said, you don't listen to my podcast, do you? You punk. Go listen to my podcast, but that's the dude we just interviewed. Yeah. Was that dude that was right there on your video you just sent me. Nobody I know in real life other than... My knife-related friends, even though I have a podcast. Yeah. I mean, because I think my wife has listened to <laughs> one shit, maybe <laughs> 30 minutes. No, I think she did listen to one. Yeah. And um, she said it was all right. It's just she's not a fan of people talking is what she says. I think my lady's listened to every one of them, and she's a fan. like Not like a fan fan, but she's she likes them. Yeah. You know, of course, it's like. Well, you need to get your radio voice if you're doing this. You know, she'll help him, help me out, you know. Yeah. And I'll tell her, look, this is how I hear it in my head. She goes, no, that's not like that. But, you know, don't eat the mic or try to enunciate your words better, you know. I was like, because I told her, I said, I, I always sound like I'm chewing on marbles. Yeah. And she goes, well, you got to get your radio voice. So I guess I should be talking like <laughs> this. Hey, Welcome hello. to the Hustle and Grind yeah. Podcast. Sponsored um, by J.K. Blaze and Phoenix Abrasives. <laughs> Contact Phoenix Abrasives for all of your abrasive needs at www.phoenixabrasives.com slash shop. Yeah. Come on down, buy three. They're small. <laughs> AJ the DJ down here at Peach Podcast. Yeah, you know what I mean? So, yeah, not happening. I think it's cool, you know, but I do want to speak clearer, make sure folks understand us. Yeah. Because, like, you can't see me. You can't say, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, my thing in my head is, I want to, you know, obviously I want to make this podcast awesome. Yeah. But I want to make, I want to make it where people know us. You know what I mean? They know me from JK blaze. They know Bubba from save it outdoor survival. They can hear the sound of our voice. Yeah. And if we run into them at blade show or hell Walmart or whatever, it's going to be the same person that they've heard on the, on the podcast. Yeah. I mean, I know that my voice sounds funny, but. I think we sound funny as hell. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's ever seen a picture of me knows. <laughs> the voice fits. I got the voice for radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sorry, the face for radio. Yeah. 
Well, your voice is kind of pleasant. Well, thank you, Puddin. Uh, no problem. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm I got a cracked tooth. My I call it my middle tooth. I, I was fishing one night, and it's three or four o'clock in the morning, and I broke my line. And just like I've done for the thirty years before that, <laughs> I went to tie on a new one and uh, to pinch my weight on my line. I went to bite it, and when I did, that tooth snapped right in half. Bye bye. Dude, piss me off. <laughs> but, I, man, I ain't going to lie. I put that tooth in my pocket, and I went home and super glued it back in my face. <laughs> and about every two or three days, it'd come loose. And I'd get my little files, and I'd clean off the old super glue. Yep, put some new ones on. And off. try and glue that son of a bitch back in there. <laughs> and finally, one day, man, I said, I'm not doing this no more. This yeah. is so stupid. <laughs> and, uh, hell, I just ain't look back, you know. It is what it is. I'm me, and you I can be a cool dude if you don't like me because of what I look like, then I won't be your friend no way. Nope. Take my ball and I'm going <laughs> I'm home. Going home. <laughs> Hell yeah. <clears throat> Did you have any other agenda on the menu for today? No. No, I figured we'd just come over here and sit around for a little while and shoot the breeze and All right, all right. I mean nothing in particular. What you got going on? Something you want to bring up, talk about, promote? Mm. Well, I was gonna you got make- a rant, a rave. Shoot, no man. What the- We'll talk about that other subject in a second. <laughs> so I wanted to bring up the wise little school I got, Wilderness Instructors of the Southeast. Yeah. All right, Y'all so getting ready to get going again? Yep, yep. We're about to start firing that back up. We got awesome. some, uh, I guess you could call them questionnaires out right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee Davis, the guy that's in it with me, he's got a uh, old ways training. Right. And uh, he put some questionnaires out. We got some little pamphlets. He's got some pamphlets. Um, we got a lot of stuff going together, and the schools out here in Roberta, which is what is that Taylor County? No, actually, y'all are uh, in Fort Valley, right? It's Crawford, Crawford County. County. There we go. Thank you. Y'all are right on the line. We're on that line. I want to yeah. say Cool Springs Road down there in yep. Crawford County, through Fort Valley. I kind of got confused yeah. for a minute there, but we're starting the classes back up. We got some basic bushcraft classes, some survival, some knife sharpening classes, some just different interesting things getting built up right now. And all of that's on, like, I want to say it's alwaystraining.com. You can find it. I want to say, what's the other one? Well, give us a few details. What's the, uh, not exact dates, but when you have yeah. a class. Starts on what day, ends what day. Does it cost anything? What it does costs it cost? It costs a little bit because a lot of times you're going to leave with something. Right. Um, depending on the class, like a knife sharpening class, that's a day. You show up Saturday morning, you'll be leaving Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening. Now, right. Just to sharpen a knife a whole day. To sharpen a knife a whole day. Well, hell, not to bring this up, but remember how many times me and you went over knife sharpening and knife sharpening? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Hell, bring it up. I think it's awesome. But you know what I'm saying? Hell, years ago, Bubba's always been into this bushcraft stuff. And obviously, bushcrafting, you want a sharp knife. got to have one. So Bubba was really freaking good at sharpening knives. And I found a knife at a yard sale or something. It's way before I started making knives. I think you found it on a job site or something. Like years I found it. Probably there ain't no telling. <laughs> but it was, man, that joker wouldn't cut hot butter. Mm-mm. And so I called Bubba, and he's the one that taught me how to sharpen a knife. Oh, yeah. Long. Yeah. That was a long time ago. That was years and years ago. Yep. And then now, when Bubba needs a knife sharpened up right quick, the tables have turned. Yeah, because I don't do all that belt. I still do everything on a stone, man. Oh, dude, I can I can do what you do on that stone. Take you all day. I can do it. I know. I'm impressed at how fast you can rock those things out, and then I just put it on the strop. Yep. 
it's done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I did that dagger the other day, man, yep. on a worn out 120, and it was shaving in <laughs> just a couple of minutes. Yep. Now it cuts through my mat on my table. That, that takes a lot of practice, though. I mean, <laughs> dude, you don't know how many bevels I've screwed up doing that. Oh, I'm that. sure. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yep. But, so, like the, the knife classes, those are just an afternoon. You can, a lot of times, we'll open up camping on Friday night. So if you want to come hang out, we'll do dinner Friday night. Class will be Saturday morning. You can leave in the afternoon. Are we doing primitive camping? You got RV hookups? Um, right now we don't have RV hookups. We do have access to water on the property. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's either tent or hammock. You know what I mean? We have a lodge, but that's kind of for the property owner. Right. And we have a porta potty, which is a built outhouse. It's not like you know your standard little job site porta potty. Right. It's actually wood and it's built and it's kind of nice. And uh Trying to th- oh, we got a built-in fireplace out there, and everything's real nice place out there. At uh, we call it Thorny Acres. Okay. Old Woody takes real good place to that, real good care of that place. He actually owns it, and uh, the deal with that is we help whatever class the Boy Scouts want. We take care of that, and we get the property for free. Cool, it worked out beautifully. And his son, whatever class his son wants, he goes for free. So we kind of traded out that. Love it. Can't beat that with us. No, can't beat that at all. So like our basic bushcraft classes, most of those will be w- weekends. Um, little advanced classes, be it survival, bushcraft, bug out, whatever class it may be. Those will be three days. And they're almost always Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Leave Saturday. The more advanced ones will be Thursday through Sunday. But, you know, and those, for anybody who's curious, you start at the basic and work your way up. Right. You know, and if you say you're advanced as hell and you want to take just the advanced class and I got no clue, I'm not going to do that for my liability. Yeah. So we're at least going to make you take – an intro class and then assess from there and then you can move up to the advanced classes. Yeah. And there's basket weaving, there is knot tying. If it's any kind of primitive or survival skill, we got somebody in our school that can teach it. So it sounds like growing up Boy Scouts. Basically, but stuff you'll use. Yes. You know what I mean? So if you're in the southeastern part of the United States, uh where he's talking about Crawford County, Fort Valley, Roberta area, it is maybe twenty minutes off the interstate. Yeah. Maybe uh Say an hour and a half south of Atlanta. I'm just saying Atlanta because everybody knows Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And um, hell, if you like the podcast, don't care nothing about bushcrafting. <laughs> come anyway and Come hang, and out hang out with us or something. Yeah, because there is a lot of good old shooting the sh- uh, just talking crap and hanging out and being friends. You know, learning a lot from a lot of other people. Yeah. So it's not always if you know we do have hangout weekends, basically like what we call a gathering. Right. You come out camp BS. Practice some stuff if you want to practice stuff. No set schedule. Just hang out with like-minded people and have a good old time. Yeah, it would be pretty cool to get in touch with, you know, some of the people that, you know, that listen to the podcast or that we talk to yeah. on the internet and all that stuff. In a in a zone outside of Blade Show, you know yeah. what I mean? Because Blade Show is so... It's cram-packed full of stuff you got to do, man. Well, it hurts my brain. Yeah. It, I mean, it's unless you're in the pit, <laughs> it's hard to hang out because, you yeah. know... You talk to somebody for just a minute, but then there's someone else you want to talk to. and Or there's somebody behind you wanting to talk to them, too. Exactly. And you're, like, getting pushed out of the way the yeah, whole time. It's waiting like, come in on, line man. to talk to somebody. Yeah. And I try not to do things like that. But, um, yeah, it's just I think it would be cool to, to meet real people in real situations. Yeah, you should have, like, a knife guild hangout or something. I've thought about that, dude, but my property's just – I got the room on my property – but not in my house, and I don't want a whole bunch of folks inside my house. I mean, oh, well, rent one of the cabins out on the base or something. Well, not the base. That's of, federal property. They ain't going to let me on there. One of the parks. How about that, like Dry Lake or something, dude? That's got the big old gazebo. and Not gazebo, is that thing called? 
Yeah, gazebo. I don't know what you're going to call it. We could do something. We could figure it out. It might be kind of fun. They got the Georgia Knife Makers Guild up in uh, – oh, they moved the meetings around, but every one of them are between two and a half to three and a half hours from here, oh. which is great for the guys up north. Uh, I want to say in that meeting, I know Pops Knife Supply has got a lot to do with it, uh, Andy Roy and the guys up there. And so it's always up in that area. Gotcha. I think it's Brazelton or something like that, right north of Atlanta. Yeah. But – um. Yeah, they do a lot up there, but it'd be cool to have, like, a South Georgia region. Yeah. You know? Well, that's kind of why we put this thing together, because everywhere else we went was, the closest one was Atlanta. Yeah. Everything else was out of state, you know? Yeah. Well, I'm going to do something right. I'm going to give a shout-out to somebody. Who? It's a, it's a guy that I've talked to a few times. We'll do it. And he's a local guy. Um, Let's hear it. Yeah. He's just, he's a cool dude. I've talked to him just a little bit. His name's Brad Bynum. Um, What's he do? He's a knife maker. Okay. But he's also an army medic. Ooh. So he doesn't get a whole lot of time in his shop. But when he's in his shop, he's, he's putting out some quality stuff now. Is that Freedom Creek? It is Freedom Creek. Freedom he, Creek, yeah. Yeah, you talked to him before, too, about yeah. some leather. Yep. Yeah, uh, I talked to him last year, the year before, and uh, he was going hunting up in Jones County, which is north of us, and he lives south of us. And we had plans on trying to get together. It just didn't work out. But, you know, just people like that that live close, yeah. um, you know, get together for a weekend and sit around a campfire. Yeah, he wants a drop leg holster or something like that. And uh, I ain't going to say I blew him off, but I wasn't very inviting Yeah, because I got so much on the table right now. You're a dick. I am. I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole. Well, dude, I'm, we're going through all the BS with the rental property, still trying to remodel the house that we live in, garage door busted, got this to do. You know, I got 57 yeah. other things, plus all the stuff orders already had. And I'm going to be 100% off, Brad, if you're listening to this. I'm sorry. When he first messaged me, I forgot and didn't remember who he was. What's all that? That's, that's his page right there. Uh, that's his post where he uh, shared the podcast. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, I had been. I was messaging him for about two or three minutes, maybe more, before I remembered who the hell he was. I was like, damn it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's saying, I've never talked to him on the phone or nothing, um, but I've, I'm actually friends with him on Facebook also. And I've seen, you know, pictures of all of his knives, and yeah. I mean, he, he's making some wild stuff, dude. He's making his own Damascus. It's low layer, um, but personally, I like that. Yeah. There's a lot of contrast in it. Um, and he he made this cheese knife with all these holes in it. And, dude, I just tried to heat treat a Santuco that I cut that slot in. That Santuco turned to a bread knife because yeah. I had to cut that slot off of it. I might have just told you a whole story, and it was a lie. Was that not the same bread bottle? Wrong guy. Might have been the wrong guy. My bad. <laughs> but, yeah, I've, I've seen him on uh, Facebook, too, and he's got a wife and a couple little kids, and he's, in, uh, you know, like I said, he's in the Army. Just seems like a cool guy, so shout-out to Brad Bynum. If you can hear this, go check him out and give him a follow. Yeah, Freedom Creek Forge, right? Yep, that's yeah. him. No spaces or dashes or underscores, none of that crap. Yeah. And he is a listener to this podcast, I believe, since day one. He's really? been, He sent me several messages, told me he likes it, and mm. and that kind of support's awesome. So he's going to hear my little bullshit story I just thought got confused. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hit me up, Brian. I'll talk to you, too. I'm going to blow you off, though. I'm sorry. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's definitely going to hear it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's cool, man, because, I mean, I'm looking you right in your eyes. Yeah. And we know that there's big red lights on that says record, but it's weird to think that next week someone's going to listen to what we're saying now. Yeah, it'll be Brian, at least one other person. We appreciate y'all. Yeah. Thank y'all very much. Tell your friends. Tell your mom and them. Yeah. Listen to Hustle and Grind. Come on now. Yeah, y'all come back now, you hear? 
But yeah, guys, start sending us some messages. Uh, hit me up at JK Blades or on the Hustle and Grind. Hit Bubba up. We would love to hear what you guys think. And if you got any suggestions on what we should ramble about, I'm down. You know, that'd be cool. We can read them off right here. And, you know, hopefully we'll get to the point where we can do <sighs> some that? Q&A type stuff. Yeah, about like a little Q&A kind of thing, yeah. you know? That'd Ask your awesome. host. Yeah. That sounded dumber. It yeah, sounded, it did. It sounded cool in my head until I said it yeah. out loud. We should do like a... Uh, a meet the hosts. That sounds dumb too, but that, I like that sounds it. Sounds way dumb. Yeah. What's the you know they do the meet the maker meet and greets? I don't know, man. Something like that. We're not that special yet. But. Blade show June sixth. Uh, <laughs> hit us up. Say hey. <laughs> we'll be walking around. Yeah, I will be the guy in the American flag cowboy hat. <laughs> Last time I went, man, I I don't know how many people tried to buy that hat off of me. It was a lot. Everybody wanted my yeah. hat. Even the a couple people gave me free hats. Really? You know, because, I mean, you just go around like, yeah. I got one from uh, Smoky Mountain Knife Works. Mm-hmm. I got one from uh, Microtech. Uh, a couple, I, I left there with three or four hats. Everybody told me, here's a hat, but don't take off the one you got on. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Same with what I'm going to, no ways. Yep, I ain't. So I will be that guy. Last time I, uh, well, two years ago, the, la- the last Blade Show. The last. Let's public service that. announcement. Yeah. <laughs> From this point forward, every time we say last year at Blade, we mean the year before or the, the last the last Blade. Yeah. That keeps throwing me off so bad because we didn't have it last year. Yeah, so let's just put that on paper right there. When we say that, that's what we mean. Yeah. Last year at, at Blade. Blade Show. Yeah. Uh, we got there late Friday night. We were planning on getting there earlier. And we had about a three-hour drive. So, obviously, I put on some basketball shorts and a you know old worn-out sleeveless T-shirt. I'm about to say he was wearing like a tank top, weren't you? I was. And basketball shorts. And I think I had my Crocs on. But I put on that cowboy hat and went straight to the pit. Yep. And we was planning on going back to our hotel room, you know, and getting ready and coming back to the pit. I think you ran into me, didn't you? Yeah, we ran into you down there. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's all she wrote. <laughs> <laughs> so I was partying in my PJs yep. on Friday night. That was a good time there, man. I oh, yeah. can't, dude, we got, I think it's 29 days now. Till it starts? Yeah. I haven't bought tickets yet. I don't buy tickets before. I always did. Yeah, I mean, it's like five bucks more. My, but it's like five or ten dollars. That's two beers, man. See it. Okay, it's like I'm not buying bucks. beer there. I'm talking about the gas station down the road and around the corner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, last time, what are they, four or five dollars a piece? No, they were more than that. I swear they were. I didn't buy but a couple, and then I grabbed my backpack and put a 12-pack in it. Yeah, I went to the store and bought a bottle. Yeah, yeah dude, I was like, this is insane. And I asked him, I said, because I walked in with my paper bag with a bottle and a bottle of Coke in it. I said, can I just walk in with this? Like, yeah, don't break it. Will it break? I said, no, it's plastic. They said, come on. I was like, bet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kyle Daly, um, he's the host, one of the hosts with Dan Eastland of the Knife Perspective podcast. And I'm, any of y'all who don't know Dan Eastland, I love that guy. He's a great dude. Check out his stuff. Go ahead. <laughs> I love that guy. Dan Eastland? Yeah, I've yeah. been knowing him many a year. Really? Yeah, he's a good dude, man. Yeah. Well, I'm planning on meeting up with Kyle, I know. Um, Kyle apparently has a famous Blade Show cooler. Okay. I've never seen it, but I'm looking forward to it. I haven't heard of apparently, this. Apparently, it's a roll-around Yeti cooler uh, with all different makers' yes. stickers all over gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha. So, there will be a JK Blade sticker in my pocket. Do I still got any stickers? Left? That will be slapped on that cooler somewhere. I'm going to have to find a sticker. I think I still got a pile of them somewhere. Yeah, I've got I got a handful, not a whole ton, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a sticker on there. I got my sticker on David Moore's uh, 
his carrying case for his competition oh, yeah. knife. Yep. I think I gave like almost all mine away and then never bought another set of them. I just started putting them on everything. Yeah, I've shit, your stickers are on everything in my shop. <laughs> yeah. They're on the beer fridge, on the chem yep. cabinet. I'm trying I just started giving them all out, man. Here you go, here you go, here you go. Yeah. I think I got one on my toolbox. The one on my cup is about wore out because it goes to work every day. Yeah. I need more. I need a new logo made. Yeah. Right now my I guess you'd call it my logo is just my touch mark, the JK that goes on the mm-hmm. blade with the word blades under it. See, I don't know the rules about that because my touch mark, maker's mark, is different than my brand. I think it should be. Yeah. But I just have never got around to making a logo. Number one, I don't know how. Dude, I'm telling you. Number two. I know a guy. Well, I'm I'm hoping maybe we know somebody on here that can reach out to me and help me out a little bit. And, yeah, you know, there's that. I mean, you never know who you're going to run into. But, uh, yeah, I, just, I want something different because a lot of people, if, if you know J.K. Blades, then you know yeah. that that symbol is a J and a K. But if you don't and you just look at that. <laughs> It could look a little abstract. It looks like some weird Chinese make mark or something. What are those things? It's not Chinese. What are they called? It's JK. It's JK. It's not Chinese. (laughs) Whoa. But, uh, yeah, I want something that that is just different, you know. And, I mean, the JK don't even have to touch. But some kind of picture, some kind of Don't put your face on it like I did mine. Oh, no, I'm not. Well, at least yours is cartoon enough to wear. Yeah, it don't look like the real me. Right. You can just tell it's a hat, some kind of face and a beard. Well, that's all you got. That's about all you need. And you ain't wearing a hat most of the time, no way. No, it's too hot. I sweat. Big ass bald head. And most hats don't fit my head. I had that same problem, dude. <laughs> you know, I told you I bought me some uh, headphones the other day. Oh, yeah? I had to take them back. I got the over-the-ear mm-hmm. protection, you know. I ain't sure what was too big, my ears or my head. <laughs> Something work. wouldn't fit. Didn't work, yep. Yeah, I got to break down and get me some of them Isotunes uh, headphones. Gotcha. And I, my buddy Josh Perkins had some of those with him when he came down. Okay. Uh, when did he come down? It was six months or so ago, I guess. I don't know. The The guy you made the sheath for. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, it's been six months or so. But he had some of the headphones, and I tried them on, and they actually fit this big old dome just right. And you liked them? Man, I put my hammer to the anvil. Yeah. And I didn't hear – I could feel the vibration. I turned the grinder on. Like he was, he was flipping switches on every machine yeah. in the shop. Can you hear this? Can you hear that? Man, those things were awesome. Yeah, I might have to check that out. And I've always kind of picked on him just a little bit about being, you know, because Isotune sponsored somebody. Okay. And uh, and he he bought them, and he's he has supported a lot of the sponsors of different podcasts and things. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, they they sponsored. So he had to <laughs> buy it, huh? But he he got his money worth. Yeah, out of that yeah. One. So, yeah, I'm going to have to invest in that. I got my new uh, uh, face and eye protection. I got that in the other day. I got the 3M uh, respirator with the built-in face shield. So it's all one big giant piece. Okay. Trying to take care of myself, Bubba. I'm going to see that. Yeah, it's it's one of them things where the rubber was falling off the corner of my safety glasses and plastic digging in the side of my head. Safety glasses are pretty cheap, bro. I know, but again, big head problems. <laughs> There's that. Yeah. So uh, the Dewalt Stealth ones was what I have always used, and when they wear out, I just get some more. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, they're wearing out. And my respirator, I've been bootleg for a long time. I just got a RZ mask. Yeah. Well, Lowe's doesn't sell those anymore, and I've only got two filters left. Right, right. So once those filters are gone, like I'm up that creek. Yeah. 
No so, pedal. Yeah. So I went and got me the oh, let's see it. the upgrade. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that, I was just trying it on there. That's without the canisters on it. It makes a a world of difference. Yeah. I mean, I can be in front of my grinder, and even the stray sparks don't hit me in the face. All right, for all y'all out there, what he's got now is a full face respirator mask. That's basically all that is is a full face respirator. Yeah. Yep. And um, the only downfall that I've seen out of this thing so far is I got to grind and wearing that. Mm-hmm. Now on the angle grinder or surface grinder, anything like that, it's fine. But if you're looking down at a shadow and you're trying to pull a bevel, yeah, dude, it looks like a snake running away because uh, the curve on that lens, on the lens, yeah. Once you focus both eyes in the middle, it it puts a wave in it. And I saw that, and I looked at the blade, and I looked down the spine. I'm like, well, it looks straight now. And I looked down on it, and it's waving. You're going to have to figure that out, huh? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stick with it on the regular grinder, but I don't know. I mean, it's it's good. Yeah. I was thinking about just taking the glass out of it, using the respirator part, and putting my safety glasses back on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. We'll, we'll figure something out. Maybe take a heat gun to it and flatten it out a little bit. Ooh. Take just a little bit of the bevel out? A little bit of the bevel. Yeah. No, man, that, that kind of sounds like a really stupid idea, actually. <laughs> well, if you're going to take it out anyways, we might as well play take with it, it right? all the way out. <laughs> might as well play with it. See what we can get done. And if you don't break it, you'll never learn how to fix it, right? How else do you learn how to fix things? Yeah, I guess so. So, um, yeah, that's been the week. It's been a fun week. Sold a couple finger bangers. Good, good. Yeah. Yep. Today I worked on grinding and profiling and heat treating six more blades. Are the ones on your page? Yeah. I saw those. What's Okay. Now explain the idea behind that chef chop knife thing. That top one? Yep. Explain that to me. I don't know. Is that what they wanted? Yes. Okay. That is a custom order. All right. Um, It is very close to the picture I got. Uh, the main difference that I put in it was the handle because you can send me a picture, whatever you want. I will never, ever copy directly anyone else's design. Like, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think it's like a vegetable slicer type deal. Uh, just, okay. Uh, I see that. I was, I've never seen anything like that, dude. I haven't either. Um, and that was after several edits. At, at first, the blade was actually fatter than that on mm. the belly. And I told him it was starting to look like a baked potato. <laughs> and uh, so we backtracked a little bit. I think it's I think it's going to look pretty cool when it's all said and done. Well, it looks neat. I just wasn't sure what the purpose. You know, most everything's got a purpose. For yeah. And I think that blunt tip is more of a safety thing. Maybe. Because the pictures that he's sending me of that style of knife is like someone cutting an apple in the palm of their hand. You know what I mean? Like kind of holding yeah. the apple and using it. To slice that way, so maybe it's to keep the tip from being sharp. Maybe, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's what he wanted, and I think I did a good job on giving him that. That's your job. And when he, when I finish it, if he feels comfortable paying me for it, then you did I, a good job. I feel like I've done good. Yeah. I, I don't think it looks bad. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah, I didn't either. I had never seen it. I really don't know the name for it. I don't either. We'd have to Google something. Yeah. I don't know. The other three are, well, that one and the fillet knife are both going to the, the same person. Okay. Um, he's the, the one that got that 
Did you see the video I put up of yes. chopping through the milk jug? Yes. I got one picture of that knife. Dude, I put the video up, and I went in the shop, and I wiped it down with a paper towel just to dry it off. Yeah. And I propped it up to take a picture. And by the time I hit click on the picture machine, he was standing behind me. Oh, wow. That's how close I cut it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, that one's gone. and uh, But, yeah, he's he's getting them other two. And the other three are mini cleavers and one little finger banger. All of those will be available. Nice. So you've got some sheaths to make. About to say the cleavers coming to me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And those will be available. And I've got some bomb scale material for those. I'm talking about stabilized, double dyed barrel. I got box elder. I got uh, buckeye. I've got. Some words I can't even pronounce. <laughs> I got some resin maple hybrids. I mean, I got okay. some nice stuff to go on those. Looking forward to seeing that. Yeah. So those neck knives will be available with a sheath. Okay. The neck sheath. Fine. Yeah. You're going to have to do that. <laughs> Are they the same size? Probably not. Probably not. But <laughs> <laughs> I've never made a template for one. You know what I mean? I just make them. Well, I can't make a template because you don't either. <laughs> you can now because today I actually did make a template. Did you? Because of that. Because okay. I want to streamline it. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you're going to keep doing them. If I can streamline it, then I can do it faster. Yeah. If I can do it faster, I can cut down my costs. If you can do that, I can make one template, and I don't have to spend an hour and a half redrawing another one every single time. And you can cut down your costs. Cut down my costs. That saves everybody. So from this point forward, yes, they're all the same. They're all the same blade size. Yeah. But on these mini cleavers, I'm going to be doing the handles a little different. Handles don't matter to me. Exactly, because they hang out. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of going to depend on which scales I put on them. Um, you know, some are bigger than others. Genetics. Well, what happened is I bought uh, I bought a whole load of drops. Okay. That's right. You told me about yeah, that. Yeah, from my, my normal handle supplier. Yeah. Uh, not Rob, from Rob's Wildwood. I bought a ton from him lately but i didn't get his drops i think he processes his stuff he don't even have drops probably not but uh yeah i just bought a bunch of drops man and the dude hooked me up with a great deal nice so it's quality wood it just is what came off to make it square you know okay but uh the handles are going to be a little different but i want to put as many of those around y'all's necks as i can so please hit me up at jk blades and get a mini cleaver get a Full cleaver, get a chef's knife, get something. <laughs> I'm full time now. My order books are open. Buy it. I need y'all to buy some knives. <laughs> I mean, the books are wide open. I am ready. Always ready. Always ready, Freddie. <laughs> yeah, ever since that 10 piece set, man, I've been getting so many inquiries on those sets. Yeah. But, I mean, people. A lot of the people that's hitting me up about that are friends of the person who bought the set, mm -hmm. and they don't really they don't understand the cost, right? They're used to going into Kroger and seeing a ten piece set that comes $34. with a block for yeah. sixty bucks. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I can't get handle material for that. No, I must say that's you know not. I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, I can, but barely, barely, and that's for one, much less ten. Yeah. So I mean, and that, that's the thing. If you're buying something custom. Now, if I make a chef's knife, it's mono steel, no Damascus, no sand mine, none of that. 
a chef's knife from me is going to average around two hundred fifty bucks, three hundred. And that's not a bad. That's not bad. That's. I mean, that, I feel like that's a great deal. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Um, that puts a couple dollars in my pocket after expenses are paid, and it gives me enough money to do the next one. I'm not trying to get rich doing this. I want to pay my yeah. bills and keep doing it. Now, there are some makers out there where a chef's knife is made out of Damascus or freaking meteorites. Meteorites, or, yeah. Yeah, I mean. Space poop. Space shuttle. Something. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy stuff. Them knives are ten, fifteen thousand dollars. I've seen some crazy Or ones. extremely more. I mean, yeah. it, the sky's the limit. So when you get something custom, you're kind of getting what you pay for. Yep. And if you get a custom knife set for 60 bucks. You're going to be better off going to Kroger. Yeah, and the difference between the Kroger set and yours is if you don't sharpen the Kroger knife every week or day, it ain't going to cut nothing. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mine, you should have to sharpen every year as long as yep. you hit it on a little honing rod every hit, now and then. Hone it up every once in a while, yeah. That's that's all you need. And if you're smart, you'll hone it every time you use it. But I, I, Every time I pull one out before yep. I use it, I, I hit it on the yep. honing rod. Wash it and dry it and put it away. And yep. Man, I don't ever have to sharpen my knives. Yeah. but And lifetime warranty, too. I got to sharpen mine. It makes me sad. Which knife? The one on my head, on, on my side. My little Buck 110. Uh, well, yeah. <sighs> Dude, that thing, I can't tell you how many things, critters, I've skint with that and never lost my edge. A good day at work cutting cardboard and some BS. Cardboard will do it. This stupid knife is duller than peanut butter right now. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe I let myself do that. And knowing dang well I got a box cutter in my toolbox. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I didn't I didn't even think about it. I was there. It happens. Yeah. I've got a I actually just ran across a buck ten in my shop a couple of days ago. Just in a drawer out there. The one ten? Yeah, it's a buck one ten. Good knives, man. But it's the anniversary edition. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The, the founders edition from nineteen oh four to I guess two thousand four. Yeah. And it's got Hoyt T Buck's name autographed. Like it ain't real, it's laser engraved or whatever. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I forgot I even had that thing, man. I used to have the little tin that it came in, like a commemorative thing with a picture of his truck and all, but I ain't no telling where I forgot I even (laughs) had the knife. There's no no telling. I found a case knife uh, still in the box that came from Western Auto back in the 50s. (laughs) I don't even know where I got that. (laughs) I said, where'd that come from? I wasn't even a sticky spot in the sock in the 50s. (laughs) No telling, bro. Uh, Yard sale or something. Yeah, Yeah, probably something. Somebody left it laying around somewhere. There's a good chance of that. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. So. Have we talked for an hour yet? I don't know. Uh, it's 4.30. I think we're creeping right up on an hour. Gotcha. This thing used to tell me the time if I hit the little. Yeah, we're 54 minutes. Well, that's cool. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Good time to wrap it up. Guys, thank you once again for tuning in with us. Thank y'all. This is Jason Hartwell at JK Blades. With Bubba of David Outdoor Survival. Save it, Outdoor Survival. See, that David thing got me again. Yeah, don't be you doing see that. Da- see, my loving, beautiful, amazing wife is the only person in this world that calls me David. Yeah, I know. Because before I knew who she was, when I first met her, she <laughs> looked at me and said, where's David? I said, who the hell's David? Yeah, so let's not do that. Yeah. She, you see that big old TV screen? We need to get that thing turned on and put some keynotes, like your name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if we could probably figure out how to do that. Probably. I got there's all kind of remotes over here, but who knows what they go to. All right, y'all. I'm Bubba from Save It Outdoor Survival. Thank y'all for joining us. Y'all come on down next time. Yep. And everybody don't forget, if you need any type of abrasives, go look at Phoenixabrasives.com slash shop. 
it will not get any better. And if you don't really know what you need, they can help you. They can teach you. They will tell you. You know, they'll let you know what you need. If you got a certain thing that just is different or oddball or whatever, they can make it. And if you got a grinder that's not a one by thirty or it's not a two by seventy two, it's a six and a half by thirteen point <laughs> four, they can make you the belts. Yeah. I mean, I've got a three by twenty one in my shop that was a flooring sander, but I converted it to be a half inch contact wheel and they make the belts for me for that. Yep. I mean, they can hook you up with anything. So definitely go check those guys out and check out Sabit Outdoor Survival. <laughs> I almost said David Outdoor. I almost did it again. We fighting. <laughs> Save it Outdoor Survival on the Instagram, the Facebook, and the YouTube all over the interwebs. Look at JK Blades on uh, – that's enough, man. We done done this enough. Guys, thank you for joining us. Bye. Till next week, keep on hustling and keep on grinding, and we're going to be back to do it all again next time. See ya. <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all come back now, you yeah? <laughs>